Welcome to Let Love, a podcast with the Sisters of Life. We invite you to join us for conversation, looking at life through the lens of love. You are loved, you are made in God's image, and your life matters. Let's talk about it. It's testing, testing, here we go. Testing, testing, here we go. Yep, try and speak normally, like no. you're a level. I'm just hanging keep out Keep going, here. keep talking. La, 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 I'm just I'm hanging just out. a little bit more. How you doing? Got a shout. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think that's good. Feeling good. I might adjust this because I'm just going to keep an eye on it. Just can't wait to hang out and be. <laughs> Are you making that up? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Whoa. Hello. This is Sister Annie Stay. And this is Sister Mary Grace. That's <laughs> it. I oh, sorry, I was waiting for the intro. <laughs> You're good. No, we're going to find out why. This is great. This is, this is perfect. Yeah. This is, okay, this is so good. <laughs> Okie dokie. Well, I'm back. We're back. You're back. I'm back. This is Sister Annie Stay. Yeah. This is Sister Mary Grace. And this is Let Love Podcast mm. with the Sisters of Life. And we're two of them. And we are diving into a new season. This is episode two. Mm-hmm. And what's this all about? What's this episode all about? We're trying to talk about prayer from what I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. It's a big one. It's, it's a big, big one. one. Yeah. Well, and I think we're going to talk about like specifically with prayer because like yes. how to pray yeah but like trust and what's trust got to do with it yeah it's kind of foundational it's like everything right 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 i mean <laughs> let's even think about anything that we tried to do yeah in life literally everything kind of started with this like right now here it is <laughs> right it's, a, it's an act of trust kindergarten getting on the bus it was an act of trust i was scared out of Terrifying. my mind yeah you know is this bus gonna bring me mm-hmm. to my favorite first grade teacher mrs chamberlain yeah who's waiting there for me <laughs> but it was an act of trust mrs. Chamberlain? Really? oh my gosh i still write her <laughs> if she's listening does I'm, she write you yes oh that's isn't so this, sweet isn't it i know and i won't tell you how old i am wow gosh yeah. i wish i was better at letter writing she was so special i have to trust that people that my letter's gonna get there there it is even that is anyone reading it? Is the postal service <laughs> going to back this up? Is it going to get there in one piece? Yeah. Biking. Biking. Total act of trust. That's a total act of trust. Yeah, even after years, it's always an act of trust. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Especially wearing a habit. Oh, my goodness. That was an act of trust. <laughs> I'm like, really? These sisters are telling me that. Sister, walking upstairs is an act of trust in the habit. That's it. Every time. That's it, sister. You just got to almost anticipate you're going to. Oh, my gosh. At some point. You know, handrails. There or hiking. You know, I mean, I hiking. remember going on these trails in mm. in rural Maine growing up, and it is someone gives you a map and you're trusting, or yes. someone gives you like loose directions, Ooh. you're trusting. Yeah. Um, life. There's a lot of trust involved mm-hmm. with life, and I think there's a lot of trust involved with prayer. Yeah. And I I can't wait to break this open. Basically, mm. what does trust have to do with Stepping into a meaningful, fruitful, uh, deep uh, yeah. prayer life and relationship with mm-hmm. God, with mm-hmm. a living God. Yeah. Can't wait to break this thing open. Yeah. Let's do it. Amen. That sounds so good. <laughs> Sister, do you want to start with a prayer? Sure. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God, our Father, we praise you and we thank you. We trust you. Father, we just ask that you give us the gift of your Holy Spirit now um, as we be together. We ask you 
for a great outpouring of the Holy Spirit into our hearts, into this conversation, into every word, every everything that moves through our hearts in this time. We ask for the grace to trust, to understand what trust has to do with anything. And we ask you, Jesus, just to um, teach us to pray as we explore this more. We ask especially for the protection and the help of Blessed Mother to help us as we pray together. Hail Mary, full Full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Lady Queen of Peace, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Oh, she's a good one, sister. (laughs) She is. I Yeah. You just feel the peace when you call upon her. That's it. I think she's faithful in the moment to that. Amen. Yeah. And when you can trust in a good mother, mm-hmm. yeah, there's rest yeah. and peace yeah, for immediately sure. comes. It's a beautiful fruit. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. But I love it. I love the idea of trust. And mm. I I think every single day, it's. I know I think about this, actually, Yeah. is where am I going to place my trust and mm. in whom will I trust? Yeah. And I think especially as it comes to a life of prayer. Yeah. And I think it's it's a huge gift as a sister, uh, yes. the privileged life of prayer that we are invited into and into our religious lives. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, uh, prayer is something God invites each person mm-hmm. into. And that trust is so foundational, Yeah, as you were saying, sister. Yeah. And just can't wait to break this open, you know, kind of, you know, maybe th- three questions to guide the conversation. In nice. First, like, what is trust? What is you it? Know, what it? What mm-hmm. is it actually? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. fleshing it out. Um, hmm. How do we trust? You know, or mm-hmm. learn to trust? Or mm-hmm. if we've been disappointed or betrayed or let down, you know, how do we grow trust again? Mm-hmm. You know, throw this back into our lives, and then you know, what does it look like when we go to pray? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sounds like fun. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what do you think, sister? What What is trust? Yeah. Or, I mean, we could think about the opposite. What's distrust? Yeah. Where do these two things lead right. us? Right? Yeah. Yes, I have a memory of distrust. But I thought <laughs> I was trusting, but I really wasn't. Um, I remember, sister, when I was a novice, so a couple years into religious life, and um, you you know, you want, to, you want to do a good job at stuff pretty early on. And we had a first opportunity to uh, witness for the first time. And so here we are at a high school, boys and guys mixed high school. And it was my moment. It was my moment to witness, you know, and I'm, I was kind of pumping myself up thinking like, I'm going to do a really good job at this. I'm going to, I'm going to share like the three biggest moments of my life and um, (laughs) they're going to receive me. There's going to be people crying. People are going to have conversions (laughs) on the spot, probably get three sisters of life out of every classroom. I was working it up. And I go into this classroom of high school guys and girls. It would have been like 50 of them. And I start sharing my heart. And I'm, I kid you not, the kid in the front row pulls out his phone. Oh, gosh. The girl oh, to man. his right falls asleep right in front of me. Oh, my And gosh. here I am sharing like everything I have. And uh, I think there was a conversation in the back row. It was just like everything failed at the same time. Uh, and I walked away from that absolutely terrified and swearing that I'd never, <laughs> I'd never witness again, which which, which you, didn't sister. go very far. But you know, I realized, sister, like even going into that, I was putting all the trust on myself. Mm. And to be honest, the experience of it was like there was pressure. Mm-hmm. I was inward focused. Mm-hmm. I was like actually stressed out about for about 
what was I going to say? How was I going to say mm-hmm. it? I was actually just caught up in myself and mm-hmm. it was, and it, looking back on it, it was not a good experience. <laughs> not only that it failed, but, um, but this experience of being kind of distracted by my own worries and anxieties and, um, I wasn't free and I actually didn't want to experience that again, mm. you know, wow, and I was, um, yeah. And I guess that was the first experience. I first of many experiences of distrust when mm. I'm a trust that is, that is actually just looking at myself. Mm-hmm. And it feels different. Yeah. It feels yeah. different versus like, I mean, it kind of like, as I hear you talk, it's like, okay, when I'm trusting the Lord, it's almost like skydiving, mm. you know, it, life can still be kind of crazy and yeah. there's unknowns and there's like, you know, a thousand feet beneath me, but like, I know I have a parachute, mm-hmm. like there's, there's security and, yeah. and I'm letting go and I'm, I'm letting God's divine breath kind of uphold me. Like if cool. you've ever seen like an eagle soar, yeah, like, the best. whoa, your wings are out. And, and if you've seen an eagle soar, it's unbelievable. Mm. Like mm. it's this little bird is like mm. upheld. Yeah. And it's effortless versus like, yeah, those moments. And as you described, I've, I've got a thousand of those myself, yeah. you know, like when, yeah. when, um, and you can feel it. It's like this, um, fever of distrust. Yes. <laughs> it's like you start pulling in, looking at yourself, um, kind of pulling back, mm-hmm. putting an arm out. Like, yeah, I be, I'm just going to become a fortress. I'm just going to self protect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just going to pull back in. And yeah, it's like, it's a cave experience. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, it's like pulling into darkness. Yeah. And, and again, I know when I'm there, it's like, I intuitively know in my heart of hearts, I'm not called, like, I'm not made to live yeah. here. I'm made to live like that eagle. Like right. when you see an eagle yeah. soar, there's something that your heart just lifts towards. Yes. Like somehow I know I'm made for that. Yeah. I'm made to soar. I'm made to fly. And how do we open ourselves up mm. in trust ultimately? Like, mm. and as you were speaking, uh, this, this openness, this vulnerability, this placing of my trust, my mm. confidence, um, my faith in another ultimately yes. in something more. Yeah. Um, and, and the more we speak of, especially when we talk about prayer is God. Mm. Yeah. And I'm, it's like, am I just trusting myself or is, or is there actually what happens when there's someone else involved and someone else that 100% trustworthy on the other end? Mm-hmm. Like, how does that trust if I'm entering into something like a time of prayer when it's actually just not me bringing myself forward? It is, I'm entering it, but there's someone waiting me on the other side. Mm-hmm. Someone, um, who awaits me, someone who's 150% trustworthy, someone who's going to receive me, someone who's bringing something as well, mm-hmm. um, that it's not just on me showing up like I did in that classroom mm-hmm. or even um, it makes me, even, even when you're talking about like this analogy, the eagle, it makes me think about the times that I would, I would surf before I was entering Amen. where it's you show up as a surfer and you give everything you can to the wave, but the way the wave unfolds and what it brings is not up to you. Wow. And if you try and control it and manage that wave, mm-hmm. it, it, you're going to end up in a messy place where you're going to be disappointed. You're probably going to get a lot of salt water up your nose. <laughs> it's going to be dangerous. Amen. Um, yet uh, the uniqueness of what you bring, but it's actually not all about the surfer. It's it's about the wave and the surfer doing this beautiful dance together. Wow. Wow. You know, and that's just so much more exciting. It's so much more exciting when sister. it's actually not just on us. Amen. Um, 
Mm-hmm. Amen. It's well, and I feel it. I can feel a difference. It's like trust versus distrust. Mm-hmm. Um, dependence on another versus yes. self-reliance. Yes. Um, like surrender versus control. Mm. Uh, and these things lead to very different experiences. Mm. Uh, they lead to either, yes, this in itself enclosure, basically, that is, is dark and can get yeah. sad and scary and heavy versus like, whoa, opening myself up to the most crazy, awesome ride of my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the surfing mm-hmm. analogy. Mm-hmm. And it does, though, to get on yeah. get on that board and to catch that wave takes trust. Oh, yeah. It takes surrender. It yeah. takes, there's a letting go. At every um, point. Yeah. It's like, yeah. whoa. And, and I think, actually, prayer can be a lot like this. Mm-hmm. Life can be a lot like this. Yes. And um, ultimately, asking for the grace to trust. Yes. To trust in God, mm-hmm. to trust in, as you were saying, sister, that there is someone who is for me. There yeah. is someone who loves me. There is someone who's gazing upon me with love in every moment. There is someone who's waiting, ready to receive me. Yes. Uh, and trust is what unlocks all of this mm-hmm. and allows us to actually experience mm-hmm. um, being loved, known, mm-hmm. seen, received, um, provided for, cared mm-hmm. for. Um but it does, it requires this openness, mm. this surrender, um, this, yeah, it's, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of scary, but the right kind of thrilling, wow, vulnerable, yeah. awesome, mm. scary. Mm-hmm. You know, sister, I have this story that my brother told me recently mm-hmm. that I think kind of tells us a little bit about like, what is trust? And then, and then especially like, how do we, how do we trust again? Or how do we mm-hmm. trust in a place that's hard, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. cause we all have them. But anyway, so my brother was telling me he's a recently a father, as you know. That's uh, awesome. So my first nephew, big deal. So I'm hearing all like the first time stories. That's awesome. Right? So they live by the beach in Sydney, which is super cool. So they're they're so excited to get little Gus involved in you know ocean activities, and they, and they can't wait for him to take his first ride. He's got to be a real Aussie. Yeah, absolutely. You just <laughs> it, you, the beach is the playground, so you, you got to be ready for it. So he's barely like two years old; he can barely walk. And they've been slowly introducing him to the ocean, the salt water. And poor little Gus is terrified of the ocean. Oh. <laughs> poor guy. I mean, I don't blame him. It's it's intimidating, it's but big. they literally it's big, it's huge. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's it can be a lot. So anyway, so they live by the beach, so they bring him as often as they can to the shoreline, and this little kid screams and is terrified and just runs in the other direction and they bring him back to the shoreline. He takes one look at the ocean and he just beelines back. Oh. He doesn't want anything to do with it. He's not he's not interested. <laughs> This, this kid is not, he has uh, no interest in the ocean. So anyway, so my brother's kind of freaking out a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. this is, this is going to be his future. <laughs> but anyway, so what they realized was recently they went to a, a friend's place to go and, and um, have a pool party. And when you live so close to the ocean, pool parties are rare because you mm-hmm. just obviously opt for the ocean every mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they find themselves in this strange situation of going to a pool party and my brother Tom gets into the pool and little Gus is standing by the poolside and without hesitation beelines for the pool water and jumps into my brother's arms. Okay, that's like, awesome. Like no hesitation. Like that's boldly awesome. forgets there's even water there and just runs for his dad. And it struck me deeply because I was like, wow, what was the difference between that body of water and the ocean? The fact that this kid saw his father in the water. Wow. And then he had a place to go to, someone to jump into. Um just who was in the water changed everything. Wow, sister. Yeah. 
Okay, that's awesome. Nicole. Because that is, what is trust? Yeah. That's what it is. It's mm-hmm. like little Gus is living it. Like, mm-hmm. And it's a beautiful analogy for prayer, yeah. right? Because as we go into prayer, it's it's the only way to get in. And I love little Gus, what he <laughs> sees. He sees his father. Right. He sees a presence of love, yeah. protection. I think this is where we can learn a lot. It actually changes the entire setting. Wow. Like the, whatever scenario or situation we face, if we just look at the circumstance without the person that I'm relating to, it's almost always going to be overwhelming mm-hmm. or disappointing. Or if if there's a person there, if there's someone that I'm going into with this, yeah. or there's someone that's with me as I go into this, then it it does. It changes the whole setting. It's like, wow, I'm terrified in stepping into this relationship, Lord. But if you're going to be there, Amen. it changes. Like, wow, I always get terrified of this situation or this task that's asked of me. But if you promise to be with me in it, that we're going to go through this together, that you're going to meet me in this place, um, I don't know. It kind of trust becomes somewhat possible then. It's so beautiful, sister. Mm. It's super powerful. It's so powerful, actually. Well, even too, it's because just to acknowledge that, I mean, you don't have to live too much of life to be disappointed, to to feel let down, to feel betrayed, to have your trust betrayed. Um, And that hurts. You know, if I look at my own life or, I mean, the friends I've been blessed to listen to or, you know, the many hearts have I've been blessed to listen mm. to. It's like, this is a big one, yeah. you know, it's like to have your trust be betrayed or disappointed or to be let down by others. Yeah. Um, it can wound us deeply. Yeah, actually. And I know it can be really hard to be real and to acknowledge those places where, yeah. Yes. Um, I trusted and and it I, that trust was betrayed. Yeah. Um because it's it is an incredible gift that we give another, mm-hmm. right? It makes us vulnerable to mm-hmm. another. And and ultimately as you say sister, it's like um beginning again. How do we begin again? Cuz mm-hmm. I think so often um what we experience in life, we can carry with us into prayer. Yeah. And we can carry with us into our relationship with yes. God. And you know, sometimes we can we can come in with the presumption, God's just going to let me down like my father yeah. did, or yeah. I'm not going to be received in love. Um, you know, I never was in this other relationship. Yeah. And so it is, as you're saying, having the courage to name these places where we've been betrayed, where we've been let down, um, where our, our trust, um, yeah, wasn't, wasn't held as it should have been. Yeah. And, and inviting someone in there yeah, and saying, hey, Jesus, what are you going to do? Yeah, um, This really hurts. Yes. Or, hey, Father, I want to trust you. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to open myself uh, in relationship. Yeah. But I'm, I can't. Yeah. Like, I, I'm going to need a big, yes. big grace. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to need you to show up. Yeah. I'm going to need your your resurrection to touch yeah. that place in my heart that's died, actually. Yeah. Um, and yes. and it does. It's like it may the prayer might just start there, and even yeah. that is an act of trust. Yeah. Even 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 telling the father, I don't know if I can trust you. Yeah. That's an act of trust. Yeah. You just entered in a conversation. Yeah. Amen. Not bad. Or You're father, I am so angry. Uh-huh. I am so angry Ooh. that you let that mm-hmm. happen. Um, yeah. How can I trust you if you allow that to happen in yeah. my life? Um, mm-hmm. He can take it. Yeah. And actually, that's a huge step. Yeah. Uh, and. And an important one, I yes. think, 
if if you want to um to grow in trust yeah. and to grow in your life of prayer yeah yeah i hear the question of like what's my ocean you know what's the place that when i get cool. to i turn around and go the other direction it's like i don't even want to look at that or i don't want to consider that or actually i can't take another step toward that yeah <clears throat> And the truth is we all have that. It's like, and when we look at these situations on our own, it's totally overwhelming. Amen. Like I can't. Um, yeah. And trust is like, as you're talking to, I'm like, these are all matters of the heart. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like I'm just trusting money to purchase something or it's like I'm trusting as an investment or something. It's like trust actually requires me to step into my heart and move. Amen. Uh, so it's a place that's like deeply intimate and it's, and it's us. Mm-hmm. It's like me. I am doing something. My whole person does something. My whole person gives when it trusts. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, which is why it is so painful when it's let down because it's, um, it's, it's who we are. And yet it also can be such a profound place of intimacy and experience of the Lord fulfilling us mm-hmm. in the places that our hearts are actually, our trust is meant to, uh, meant to be fulfilled, meant to be, uh, find a place that it's safe and mm-hmm. that it's reverenced and seen. Asking for the grace to be present to those places or just aware of those places where you um, are anxious or fearful. Yeah. Because often behind anxiety or fear, you'll find a wound um, in trust. Yeah. Or, or a place where we've been let down there. Yeah. Or um, a place where we need to learn to trust again. Yes. And... um so actually, that can that can be a helpful thing. Let your yeah. anxiety work for you. Let your yeah. fear work for you. Be Absolutely. like, hey, uh, what's underneath that? And I love that. Name your ocean. Yeah. Um, because we all have them. Yeah. They're huge. Yeah. <laughs> or they feel huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet, if there's someone uh, standing in that ocean, yeah. Um, if I can, if I can make an act of faith, yeah. And say, Father, you're in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be willing to jump. Mm-hmm. And I like that. Yeah. yeah let them catch me. Like, sister, what does it feel like inside your heart mm. when you are trusting the Lord in your prayer? Mm. Mm. It's a great question. Well, immediately it's like I'm not alone. Mm. You know, like if I'm if I'm trusting, there's already a there's already a permission granted that that I'm that I I'm not alone in this place. That that there's someone else here. Um it's a place where I can I can be I can be real about what I don't get, about what I do, what moves my heart, what I'm what I'm needing more of, mm-hmm. what I'm grateful for. Like when I think of trust in prayer, is a is a place where I can rest, where I can just mm-hmm. I can just be and let God actually let God move in my prayer to give Him permission to go mm-hmm. wherever He wants to go. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I hear like authenticity. Mm. It's actually good to think about. It is. It's what is actually it, awesome. What does it yeah. feel like when I'm trusting? Yeah. And and if there's been a person or a place or or an experience that I have been able to trust to name it mm. and and then to translate it to prayer, right? To in a sense, maybe I had a, a grandmother um, and I did, she was so warm and mm. she was so loving and I could sit next to her and feel so safe. And feels so loved, mm-hmm. and so seen, and so known, and and actually, when I go to pray, remembering that, um, and asking for the grace to sit next to the Lord, yeah. um, with with that same disposition. Yeah, um, that's beautiful, you know, to allow yeah. that to translate, or even to look in Scripture. Mm-hmm. I am ceaselessly inspired by the widow. 
Mm. I mean, come on. That's a good one. Her guts, her trust. Like, you know, all these people are putting in their golden coins, like huge, huge, whatever donations. And here comes this little widow. She puts in like what, two pennies Mm. or like, Mm. you know, next to nothing. And yet everything, she gave her everything Mm. that she had. She literally put all of her eggs in one basket. Mm. She gave her whole livelihood, Mm. um, placed it in the hands of the Lord Mm. ultimately. Um, That is trust. And like, I ask Jesus, give me a double portion of the widow's might because it opens her up totally and radically to receiving. Um, I mean, and I mean, honestly, when someone trusts you, I mean, it feels so awesome. I know that when people presume on my trust, it opens me up. Mm. Like I want to give them a double portion. Mm. Like, Mm. and I think about the father's heart. Mm -hmm. It's like, Mm -hmm. this is how we can unlock the father's heart to receive the treasure uh, therein. Like Mm -hmm. actually to quench our thirst Mm -hmm. for all that we desire most deeply. Mm -hmm. It resides in the father's heart. Mm -hmm. And as we trust him, as we, we toss all of our ourselves and um, put it all in his hands, Um, turn it over Mm -hmm. and see what happens. Mm -hmm. Um, but looking to the widow uh, mm. to teach us that mm. and to dare, uh, to dare us in that mm. way. Mm. I love that too because it's not like, yeah, it's just that she gives so little, but God is so moved by the very fact that it's all of her, mm-hmm. all of herself. It's that mm-hmm. all she has, it like that it's, yeah, he's just so not caught up on about the actual details, but that we give all of ourselves, Amen. you know, and that actually in prayer, we have an opportunity to give ourselves. It's mm-hmm. the one place that we can actually turn our hearts and, and, and give ourselves, give our yes, give our permission, give, um, give our whole being by just turning our hearts to God. Amen. And actually that's what he's looking for. That's what he desires. Mm. Um, that each one of us can do in every moment of prayer, every time throughout the day, but particularly in prayer to make an act of trust by Jesus, I let you in. God, I give you, I give you my heart today. Uh, I give you this this mess that I'm facing, or this thing that I can't figure out, or this desire that I have in mm-hmm. my heart. I'm just going to give you where my heart is now, mm-hmm. uh, and how moved He is by that. No matter how poor or <laughs> petty our offering, that He honors the gift, whatever Amen. it looks like that day, Amen. whatever it looks like in that very moment. That God wants us to give what we have, um, and the poverty is. Uh, He's so moved by that, actually, that it's that it's an experience of this widow who is poor that he he places as the prime example of of how to trust in him. Amen. Give me your littleness. Amen. <laughs> I can give littleness. Yes. Amen. <laughs> the grand, I don't know, but the little we have lots of. <laughs> we've got we've got <laughs> it in spades. Yeah. yeah. And actually, that's just it, sister. It's like the poorer, the better. Yeah. Um, and I think. Sometimes that can be a thought, right? Like Mm -hmm. I have to fix myself up. I've got to take care of this thing. I got to patch my tire before I show it to the father. Yeah. But actually he's like, no, 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 no. Bring it. I want your flat tires. I want, I want your broken whatever. Um, I want the pieces of your heart. Uh, I want your failures. I want your weakness. Um, like turn it over to me. Mm -hmm. Give it to me. Come, Mm -hmm. come. That's all he says. That's scripture. Come. That's all he says. He doesn't say, do this, do that. No, come. Mm. All those who are labored, all those who are burdened, um, just come. Mm. Come to me. Mm. Um, And in giving that over, our our poverty, our weakness, we 
give him permission to act upon it. We yeah. can then receive his love, which is what we desire the most yes. in that space and in that place. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's um, it's responding. I think trust is responding to to that command of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Come. Come, I love that because even in that experience of prayer, it's like He's actually taking the first initiative. Like Amen. He's calling us into the prayer. That's and, it. You know, and we can even think of like we can take on these expectations of like, what am I bringing? What am I doing? In my prayer, or how can I trust? But almost like what you're mm-hmm. saying is like stopping us where we're at. Like he calls first. Yes. It's this invitation of come to me. Yes, that's um, right. Come where you are with what you have, where you're at. Um, but actually he invites first. Mm-hmm. And, and actually our act of trust is a response to someone who's already approaching us, who's already on his way, who's who's bidding us to trust in him actually. Gosh, that yeah. is so beautiful. Yeah. It is so beautiful, sister. Yeah. So reassuring. It puts me right at rest and at peace. And actually, again, it makes me think of great things happen when we trust. Mm. Um, heroic things happen when we trust. I came across just recently the story of this guy. Um, I think his first name is Elwood or it's his last name. He's like a captain of a ship during, yeah. I think, World War II. And I don't know the full detail of it. All I know is that he was a good kid in high school, mm-hmm. virtuous guy, you know, went into the military, uh, ended up serving on this ship, and I think as a captain or at some rank, and uh, the ship hit some some mines, and uh, the ship was going down, and he was initially able to get off and row to safety, but then he went back. Mm. He went back, uh, and he spent himself entirely saving his buddies. Uh, and he was able to save many and he spent himself to such an extent that he went down with that ship. And, and yet here he is, he's, he's a hero. Mm -hmm. He's a man who lived for others. He's a man who lived unsparingly Mm -hmm. in love and in self gift. And I, I hear this story and I'm like, that inspires my heart. Like I pray that I have the courage um, yeah. to live that way mm. in daily life, let alone, mm. you know, please God, if that's, if I've ever tested that way, you know, there's something in the human heart that says yeah. we're made for that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I am made mm. to live that way, mm-hmm. um, to give my whole self and, and to give myself away in love. Mm-hmm. But I, I can only think Elwood, he had to have trusted yeah, in love. He had to have put his trust in this spirit of sacrifice. Like he had to have been able to live in like an eagle, basically mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm spreading my wings and I'm going to let this more, mm-hmm. this spirit of sacrifice and love carry me mm-hmm. um, into this heroic action. And, mm-hmm. and I do, I think it's the same thing. Every time we go to prayer, um, mm-hmm. it's, it's leaping out of that plane and letting go. It's spreading our wings and letting and trusting that the breath of God is going to come. Mm. It's, yeah, mm. the widow's might bringing our little pennies mm. and saying like, God can do something with this. Mm. Even though it feels like nothing or it's my biggest failure yeah. or my biggest weakness or the my biggest place of shame or like the one thing I don't, I don't want to talk about, look at or, mm. or even remember mm. um, that God can do something with this. If I but trust, wow. which opens up the Father's yeah. heart yeah. Uh, to to act. It's always open, but it allows us to actually receive what it's pouring out. God has already made that first step towards mm-hmm. us, and will we respond mm-hmm. in trust? 
Well, it's beautiful because even even the experience of like, oh, what is he talking? I'm like, oh my gosh, he at some point must have believed in the goodness of his own love. Whoa. Like that he actually had something to offer. Yeah, that's beautiful. You know, that he actually, yeah, he believed he had something worthy to bring forward mm. that others might need, that others might receive from. And it just makes me think like, wow, gosh, like even in prayer, God trusts like he sees there's a goodness in me that he wants me to bring forward. There is, mm. my love is good and and beautiful. And he wants that. Like he wants that to be part of the relationship, not just to go in and trust God, but God wants to know about our hearts. He wants, wow. um, yeah, he sees the goodness of my love and I do have something to bring to the table. Amen. No matter how how poor it is that, that there's a goodness that, brought to the table will actually not only bless my prayer life, but can actually extend to affect other people. Amen. Yeah. It's powerful. <laughs> Before we go, sister, I mean, do you have any encouragements or, or challenges as to oh. how to dive into the world of trust? Yeah. You know, I love Merritt Kana. I just love that. Um, and one of my favorite, uh, I was thinking about it recently, just, I love how Mary, when she notices the need of the wine, that her uh, her prayer to Jesus is just so simple and bold, you know. She's just like Jesus. They need. They have no wine. Hmm. Without the details, without the, the demands, she just makes the need known to Jesus. Hmm. And that act, it's just a radical act of bold and simple trust that Mary sees what's missing, makes it known to Jesus, and that's enough. Yeah, I love Mary Cana because when she makes that need known. Um, it inspires this desire in me to actually make more acts of praise throughout the day wow. when I notice a need, wow. you know, and just to praise Jesus for what I know I'm lacking. Like, Jesus, I praise you. I praise you for your patience with me. <laughs> you know, I praise you uh, for your mercy towards me today. I praise you for your kindness or what I need more of. Mm -hmm. Jesus, I praise you um, for your fidelity to me. Just to actually pocket my day with moments of praise of things that I know I need more of. That's beautiful, sister. What would you trust. say? When it comes to trust, and I do, I well, and I love, I love how you're turning it into praise because mm. I think that's where trust leads. Mm. It leads us into this relationship with the Father mm. who is so faithful. Yeah. Um, and I, again, just to say it, I think I've said it before, but when I look at my life, I mean, the only regret I have is that mm. I haven't trusted Him even more. That's it's That's so true. my only regret. And because there are, there's so many things that can happen in life or you can look at the circumstances and be like, Father, come on. I mean, honestly, like, how is this going to work out? Or mm. why did you bring me here? Mm. Or like this, it's kind of like, you know, the Israelites in the desert, like this manna stinks, you know, like <laughs> I know we're eating, but like the food <laughs> is just not all that awesome. And, mm. but uh, to make a point of, of just walking through your life and asking for the grace to see God's fidelity to you, mm. especially in the hard times, especially in the sufferings, especially in those circumstances where, man, it was hard. It was really hard to square your shoulders to it and give your yes to it and give your trust, ultimately, mm. that God was at work somehow in everything. Mm. And just pray for the grace to see his fidelity uh, and to, to ask for the grace uh, to to trust, yeah, and simply to rest mm -hmm. in his fidelity to you mm -hmm. um, as a way of strengthening your trust yeah. uh, in the future. That's beautiful. I want to do that. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen, me yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. yeah sister. Yeah. 
Wow. Well, I, should I close this in a prayer? Yeah, that would be great. Thanks. Okay. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Father, we trust you. We love you. We praise you. We praise you for the gift of your love, that you see us and you know us, and that you have great plans for us. Uh, we turn over to you uh, the crosses that we uh, experience as most heavy, the crosses that uh, are splintering in our hearts, uh, the difficulties that we face, the challenges that confront us. We turn all of this over to you, Father. And uh, we ask for the grace to trust you, to entrust them to you, uh, to entrust them in a special way to your son, Jesus, his mercies. And uh, we ask you, Jesus, uh, simply to, to speak your word into our hearts. Uh, in those places, we, we need to hear your word, uh, that you would grow in us the freedom and the grace to trust in your Father as you trusted in the Father, especially in those places uh, where we're tempted not to. And we just thank you ahead of time for your, for your love and your mercies. Uh, as we say, glory be to the Father, and to the, the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, Spirit as it was, was in the beginning, is now, and will, will be forever. Amen. Amen. Name the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. amen. God bless and keep you all. We're praying for you. Yeah, amen. Good to be with you, sister. You too, sister. This was Let Love Podcast with the Sisters of Life, a religious community of women consecrated for the protection of the sacredness of human life. Be assured of our prayers and learn more at sistersoflife.org.